was standing in front of Dollar Tree and basically he was Such as this, this thing here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The People's Talk Show. And nevertheless, we're back at it for a midweek Wednesday live stream. And as always, looking forward to connecting and uh, finding out what you guys are keeping your eyes on, as well as just sharing some thoughts on recent trends, topics of all sorts. You know how we do it over here at The People's Talk Show. Anyway, welcome. My name is Mike, the host of Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. And uh, as always, man, looking forward to connecting, man, and finding out what's going on. And yeah, just, it's just you know, once again, never a dull moment. And right now, what is catching everyone's attention happens to be uh, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> and so uh, I shared a little video earlier today in reference to the possibility of the European Union decide to put him on the sanctions list and the travel ban and things like that. And the question is, really, for what? I, I just have some very, um, I think I, I see things through a different set of uh, conditions, given the fact that no matter what this interview reveals, what real truth will come out of it other than things that the alternative media has been talking about for quite some time now, just because I think, you know, too much truth would definitely probably incriminate somehow, some way. Uh, the powers that be as well as throw lump Putin up in there as well. So I don't have much expectations for the interview, but then again, some people might think it's going to blow the top off the lid and really expose the enemy for what they are. But then again, we'll get to that. But before we do want to make sure everything is flowing smoothly, let me know how the audio is so that I can make sure that there's no interruptions for this live stream. Because as always right when it gets juicy is when I tend to have some technical difficulties. So uh, yeah, but anyway, just, you know, switching things up a little bit on my end, uh, generate more energy so I can just be charged up for this live stream tonight. I think it's going to be a good one. And so I have maybe seven, eight, nine, ten tabs open, all relevant to things that caught my attention and things that may not have caught your attention. Don't know. That's why I love to bring it to you guys and let you guys let your voice be heard. So let me acknowledge a couple people. And also, as you guys come in, as you guys come in, I want to make sure that um you guys don't neglect to hit that thumbs up button. And also, I realize that just just looking on the back end, especially we're in February now. And I mentioned a couple of weeks ago how Google, YouTube, Alphabet, the ultimately the owner of this particular medium that you're watching me from here on YouTube, put out a warning to all content creators that some type of an event could possibly be coming in, in in February. And that event is something that they want to stay on top of as far as controlling the narrative. So could this interview reveal some things that could be lumped into that event? I don't know. But my point is, I was thinking like, you know, I can continue to encourage people to hit the thumbs up, hit the bell. But ultimately, channels that speak more against the grain are the ones that will probably be put under the, you know, under the, under the table anyway. So it's like, okay, should I even continue to tell people to hit the bell and subscribe, stuff like that? Just because, you know, based upon what I'm seeing on my side here, like it doesn't really seem to really, you know, hit the needle one way or another, but I'll be remiss if I don't encourage people to right now, as you're looking, whether you're on a phone or on a laptop or whatever, desktop, whatever, check and see next to the subscribe button. And then if you want, click, all notifications so that you'll always be notified, whether it be shorts, interviews, live streams. So there won't be no chance of the algorithms mistaking the fact that you perhaps want to be notified when things come from RTD TV. So just want to put that out there for people if you haven't already, just because, yeah, yeah, I'll keep doing it. But then also that's why I'm, I'm trying to transition more to a rumble, as I mentioned. So definitely hoping that that remains somewhat free and available in the short term. So Anyway, um, yeah, let's keep it moving, man. So what else we got going on here? Let me, let me acknowledge a couple people. Um, 
and uh, try to make this as smooth as possible. Let me see who we got checking in with us. We have uh, Barlight Broker. We have Ed checking in. We got Lyndon checking in. Uh, MW checking in as well. There are many, uh, it says, there are many control freaks. Uh, two sides of every story. We need to hear both sides. Oh, 100%. I do agree. It's good to hear two sides of a story to formulate our, our own opinions. But then again, you know, outside of the good guy, bad guy, East versus West narrative that just seems to be played out in movies and real life and books, you name it, it just seems to be the way life goes. I've never really painted Putin as being like that guy that is really a hundred percent for truth, given the fact that everything that is developing within his country from the technological takeover with digital IDs and all those things I mentioned before, you know, his country's in lock and step with that stuff. So whether it's, you know, politically motivated, geopolitical or monetary motivated, they're all countries are heading in the same direction. So that's why I'm like, okay, what can he really say? What can he really reveal that would really be like, Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I just, I just, at this current moment, I don't see him being that guy. But then again, I got some more things I want to share with that. So, but I hear, you though, it's more information taken in more stuff to distract, confuse, Stuff that the media tends to do. Uh, we got Daryl checking in. We got Bonnie checking in as well. Uh, <laughs> I just do change his name all the time. Uh, uh, Biden Harris. Was that Biden Harris 30, 24? Okay. Uh, Benny checking in. Appreciate you, man. All right. I don't want to keep you guys too long. I want to get straight to the nitty gritty. Open the phone lines and hear from you guys and see what's up. Paul from Eugene checking in as well. Okay. Um, yeah, like, man. So let me jump right into it. Jump right into it. Um, so this is what is trending right now, Tucker, and the fact that tomorrow at 6 p.m., he apparently is going to release his interview, two-hour interview with Vladimir Putin. And the question that I want to put out there to you guys is, will this really matter? And are the globalists really scared or concerned that there's going to be some type of truth revealed that could disrupt their game plan and throw them off or set them back, you know, one or two steps in the globalist heist to take over humanity. And then that's when I say, nah, I just don't see it, man. As much as I would like to say that this interview is going to be some type of game changer, other than the fact that, you know, Tucker, since he's gotten fired from Fox, He's grown. His popularity has grown tremendously and him being a you know free thinker, critical thinker at that and a proponent for speech, free speech. I'm excited. The fact that gentlemen like him are able to have their voices heard via X as well as their own platforms. But then again, most people aren't really dialed into these type of events. And so he's going to be more so reinforcing uh, the, 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 the movement behind the libertarian slash alternative media, uh, narratives that has been going on for quite some time, which has, which has bit by bit woken people up. But then again, I just don't see nothing coming out of this of substantial, but one thing I wanted to mention, uh, now that I'm at it, uh, I, 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 I commented on someone's, someone made a comment. So let me get, I want to share this comment if I can, if my computer decides to work. Okay. Keyboard is not working. There we go. Hold on. So I want to share with you a comment that I responded to. If I can get the keyboard working. Okay. Forgive me. So I want to share with you a, a comment that someone posted uh, over on Instagram. And so I, I seem to get more. Uh, I seem to get more interaction on Instagram. Let me grab this real quick. Let me see here. Give me one second. Uh, no, give me one second here. As always, let me. All right, let me. Okay, so yeah, so I posted a video. Let me just share my screen real quick. Bear with me, people. As always, work in progress. Uh, so I, I shared the the short I did earlier talking about the sanctions and the possible travel van travel ban. So I shared it on pretty much all socials and, you know, I get a lot of interaction on Instagram. So I tend to, you know, reply and share my thoughts or whatever. And so just looking at some of the comments, uh, a gentleman by the name of James, let me move myself out the way here. 
to them about a Jamie James here. Uh, big up to him. Um, he put Tucker is over the target, and those that fear the information he will share are clearly on the attack. No doubt. Listen, learn, lead. I'm like, okay, that sounds good. I left it at that. But then I'm thinking like, okay, just you know, just some, some other thoughts that came to mind. And I'm like, this is what I commented to his question. And it's not like, you know, just me sharing my thoughts, but I put uh, not expecting to hear anything new. Putin will describe the globalist agenda in greater detail from his perspective, but he won't drop any names outside of what we already know. And I'll probably put drop any names or events outside of what we already know. And say, I said, figures like him and Trump tell you what the, I'll probably put Mele in there as well. Figures like him and Trump tell you the obvious problems, yet never highlight the culprits outside of the public eye that are used by the principalities and powers that have hijacked our governments globally. So that in a nutshell kind of summarizes what I'm anticipating on hearing tomorrow. We'll get a couple oohs and ahs. It'll be like captivating and mesmerizing in a sense, as far as like, you know, similar to Miley's speech when he went into World Economic Forum and basically told all those people around them that they're the problem in a sense. But then again, right now he's in Israel, Israel kissing the wall and talking about moving Argentinian embassy to Jerusalem. Like, so, you know, I just don't see much coming from it other than just some good sound bites, some good headlines and things of that nature. But I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. That's why I hope I'm wrong. But as of right now, Given a trend, you know, like most people tend to tell you what you already know with a little bit of icing on top to get you excited as a part of the whole lore of keeping people sucked in and thinking that there's a, as I always say, like there's a shiny arm, but there's a knight coming on a white horse sometime soon to save us from this, you know, ruling order of this yeah, Babylonian structure that, you know, has to play itself out until there's only one that can save us from all this. But then again, you guys know who his, his name is. So. All right, so that's just my little rant. But anyway, um, okay, I don't want to rant any much, any longer, but I had to share that just because I thought it was interesting. Okay, so another, uh, so I just I'll go in no particular order here. There's no particular order. I'll just go through some things that I happen to have bookmark <laughs> real quick. Oh no, I stick to the script. And so, what do you guys think about this? I'll just keep it keep it sweet and simple. Uh, Tucker Carlson could face sanctions over Putin interview on top of travel ban or whatever. And so the thing I mentioned from the short was uh, if the EU considers him to be a you know propagandist that is favoring and putting the EU in danger and all stuff like that, and they're thinking about taking action like that, what do you think the U.S. going to do? And I lumped him in there with Eric Snowden just because Eric Snowden, whether, you know, regardless of what we think of him, what your personal feelings or opinions might be of him. To me, the fact that he exposed something that the public wouldn't have known, to me, is more on the heroic status than it is the enemy or villain. And so technically, Carlson can be labor, labeled as an enemy of truth. And the fact is the governments and all the spy machines are designed to keep truth from the people. And so if the EU goes through with all this, if, if, if this interview is, you know, if, if it disrupts and exposes some things, and EU decides to put something on top of him, you better believe he may he may not either be welcome home or when he come home, the guy gonna have some major issues to deal with. So, but we'll have to wait and see how this all plays out. But it's just what's happening in the news. So, and then speaking of which, here's some other things developing outside and under our nose: strategic collaboration. <laughs> and so it says Russia, China, and Iran unite for naval exercises in the Gulf of Oman. Says for these exercises, let me, where my mouse go? For these exercises aimed at enhancing cooperation and showcasing military prowess, several nations, including Brazil, Oman, India, South Africa, and neighboring Caspian Sea countries have received invitations to participate as observers. So we have NATO, we got Germany, Poland, and I think, uh, I think another country, I can't think of the top of my head. You guys know three countries right now gearing up, exercising, moving east towards the bordering states for the NATO exercises in military. Then we got Russia, China, and Iran, and all the other observers. So you got the Europe and the G7 nations predominantly. And then we got Russia, China, and Iran and naval exercises observers also preparing for something. So 
East versus West. You know, will they meet up in the Middle East or something like that? Mm, I don't know, but everybody seems to be preparing for something. Okay, keep it moving. Um, and here's another story that caught my attention. This was from yesterday, but I saw a lot of video of things happening out in Cali, man, like mudslides and storms and cars underwater. And so when we spoke, I think it was on Monday, uh, one of the brothers from Philly or from New York, uh, California called in mentioning that he was under pressure. He, he's thinking it's more like just some conventional rain. But, you know, the videos I'm seeing and the stories I'm hearing lets me know that in certain pockets, there it's a lot more than just your typical rain season. So I don't know. But flood watch for 38 million California governor declares emergency. Now, this seems pretty serious. But then again, when you're able to do things in the air, anything is possible. So curious to find out for my people in Cali if something's changed, if not, or this just could be, you know, fear tactics in the media. I don't know. And then on to the banks, man. You know, I, you know, we got mood. We got the New York uh, Community Bank Court, man. These guys seem to be setting a standard. And one thing I'm, I'm you know, I, I saw some comparisons of portfolio performances if people had the banking index in their portfolio, as well as the green energy sector and one or two other sectors that right now the globalists would love to see push forward and booming. But they're like down severely, man. But just a quick glance at some of the figures. This is from uh, yesterday. But then again, I'm sure ain't much changed. But New York Community Bank down 60 percent and says U.S. regional bank stocks first month. Valley National Bank. We got Metropolitan Bank, Harbor One, Commercial Bank, Zions Bank, Western Alliance, Citizens in a Key Corp. It says regional bank worries resurface as New Economy Bank, which acquired the collapsing signature bank, cut their dividend by 70%. There, these are the same banks that hold nearly 70% of commercial real estate loans. Just 10 months ago, the regional bank crisis ended, supposedly. So once again, um, the banking sector. And then you have uh what's the name? Downgraded and I'm like, given the current landscape we're in now, uh, uh, let me, the current landscape we're in now, when you have banks is downgraded to like junk status and to think that outside of, outside of majority of the banks, like they're all the same. They're not holding nothing physical or nothing with intrinsic value. So is it possible to just lump them all under the same credit rating as just junk <laughs> in, 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 in relation to a people being able to get their funds out because there's nothing there and B based upon the way the system is set up. Like, you know, even if you got it all out in time, the currency is still the weapon of choice that the feds, federal government and the central bank is using to in, try to keep this bubble inflated. So it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So it's like, you know, you throw up a peace sign. And the reason I say that it's just like there's no financial future in a fiat currency note. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I've been saying it since day one. I'm going to say it until everybody recognizes. But New York Community Bank Corp's credit rating downgraded to junk on real estate concerns. And so based upon the previous page I just showed in reference to a lot of the other banks that are all experiencing situations right now, and these are all the mid-tier banks. Like, you know, these ain't the GCIBs. These are the ones beneath the GCIBs. And so imagine if them boys just start like dominoes, like the FDIC won't be able to step in in time to sure all that up. So you're talking about the potential of panic and concern to where people call themselves trying to run to the bank. I think they learned a lesson back in March when people literally using their cell phones were able to transfer funds by the stroke of a thumb out of that account and into one more stable, i.e. the GSIB, to where you better believe, like that article I showed over two weeks ago where the EU is giving certain retail, commercial banks rather, permission to pay attention to social media 
to make sure that there's no pick, there's no trends picking up to where people are starting to panic and spreading misinformation about the solvency of the banks so they can stay ahead of that. So it's good to say if they're doing it in Europe, they're doing it here. So, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There should be no surprises. Uh, Jay says, Jay says, uh, JP Morgan, of course, is swallowing them up. No doubt. And here's the thing. If all these commercial banks, let me pull up my banking chart real quick. Uh, if all these banks, if all, let me find my, if all, if all the, let me grab this, grab this one here. If all these banks just happen. So this, here we have, let me move myself out the way here. This is 20 largest banks in the U.S. And so the largest banks in the U.S. Here's just a little graph here. <laughs> and so J.P. Morgan sitting on 3.38 trillion. And then you get all the small boys around them. And so all these smaller, darker bubbles, First Republic Bank, <laughs> all these smaller dots here are the ones that are experiencing the issues right now. In a sense, Fifth Third, State Street, whatever. And so literally all these darker bubbles are vulnerable right now because the central bank will be more than willing to uh, consolidate and let these smaller dots, the brown, the darker ones pop or basically go on a fire sale. Like all these dark dots, all these smaller dots here can be sold to the big bubbles, the city banks, JP Morgan chases for fractions on a dollar similar to SVB, how it was absorbed into New York uh, Community uh, Bank Corp for pennies on a dollar. So literally all these dark bubbles can just be absorbed into the big boys, making the too big to fail that much more too big to fail. But they can't fail because they're shareholders in the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve and the central banking model is in business to make sure that they're propped up and taken care of before anyone else. So at the end of the day, we can actually see less banks, bigger banks, and somehow, some way, the, every American that has an account, once it goes through their digital identification protocol, and it goes into the coffers of the two big to fill banks, which will be you know less than five or six at a time, it makes it easier to continue the program of moving forward, further consolidating power to the hands of a small few. So we're on track for everything that they've always planned. Anyway, that's enough ranting itself. Keep it moving. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, and if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> I'm seeing more videos of just stupidity, and I, it catches my attention because here you got a video of, I don't know if he's just a local kid or he could be a foreigner, but he's just going into an Apple store and just snatching them. He has pockets full, or he just stuff them in his pants, full of iPhone products that may not even work. They may be like, dummy phones possibly to where he's walking out and no one's stopping him. We're in the age of what I call zombie Z zombie. <sighs> I had, a, I had a term for it. Earlier. I can't think of it. It was kind of catchy. And the reason I say zombie, because the next thing I'm seeing is countless videos. Let me, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to put it in here. We in a world of zombie all right, zombie youth, where you got people just everywhere now that these Apple provisions are out. And like, I'm like, this is this is our youth. This is our future right here. You got kids out here just walking around downtown and all they got on these things on their face. And everybody is just beyond excited to walk around looking like they just plugged into the Matrix. Like this, this is the closest thing to get plugged in right here until it's actually in your skin. But this is uh yeah, interesting, man, how people I'm just I'm seeing countless videos. And this is just me ranting off the top. But anyway, it's trending right now. So it's very popular. And of course, I just, you know, my kids are like saying, wait, dad, I'm like, come on now. Anyway, uh, okay, on to more stuff. A couple more here and I open the phone lines up. Uh here we have an interesting story. Nikki Haley just lost a GOP primary to none of these candidates. <laughs> so it looks like the Nevada primary, despite there being no Republican candidates on the top, 
somehow, some way. Who should have been there, who would have been there, would have been Trump, but they took him off, it looks like. And so none of these candidates got 26,000 votes over Nikki Haley and Mike Pence. And I thought Mike Pence dropped out. So, so this let us, lets us know how this upcoming presidential cycle is about to be the most just like nonsensical presidential policies and things that, that just won't make any sense. And, and speaking of that, I put out a um, survey into the community based upon this question right here. Let me bring this up. So this was a question that let me, uh, that was put out there or I grabbed a question from there. It says breaking former president Trump says that he wants to debate president Biden ahead of November's general election. And I'm like, once again, it's not going to happen. So I put it out there to you guys. And so we had, let me see, get myself out of the way. There were 241 people responded. And we can see the results right here. So basically, everybody, 93% says that, nah, no, there's no way it's going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. And <laughs> before the general election, yeah, the chance of them debating, like, what can they say? What what new can either one of them say other than just talk about the policies that they both were instructed to to pull off? So anyway, I thought that was interesting. All right, what else we got here? A couple more stories here, and I won't bore you anymore. But here's an interesting story that I'm sure you may not have heard about. So let me zoom out some so it's not so big. But it, apparently in Chile... There has been some wildfires, but then again, these fires don't look like they're wild directly. They look like something similar to what happened in Hawaii. But it says recent devastating fires have ravaged the country of Chile, barely documented by the mainstream media. More strange reports from locals posting eyewitness uh, visits uh, following destruction. What do you see? And the primary thing of what I saw was look at that car right there. That car was like scorched like everything was just gone and then you go a little bit up the street here and you see vegetation like those trees are burnt but the cars are scorched so what type of fire leaves a tree but scorches a vehicle and i'd assume we have some melted you know so fire so hot it just melted entire steel <laughs> so point of case is it looks like the usage of some type of weaponry perhaps is causing more disasters in targeted areas where the powers that be the principalities and powers from higher up have a plan to probably continue to push those uh 15 minute cities and smart cities and areas like that so i wouldn't be surprised if there's more countries that have these wildfires popping up where they just scorch a, a large amount of land and designated it like a, some type of governmental, you know, you know, free zone for them to similar to what's happening in Hawaii, where they're still not able to get compensated for their losses and not able to rebuild in that area because the government deems it like, like, you know, public land now or something like that. So yeah. Okay. That's just, you know, some stories that you may not have heard about. I don't know. Maybe you have. Um, couple more here. Here we have California McDonald's Chipotle to further to see further price increases as minimum wage skyrockets to twenty dollars an hour. And so, what does that mean? That means your burger's gonna go up, your all meals gonna go up. So, says the consumers are who our voters must have known that they are that we're getting into the we're getting into by promoting this legislation to raise the minimum wage from fifteen to twenty and on its way to twenty five. So, ultimately, what that means is a Big Mac will end up costing. It says some McDonald's shoppers complain about prices reaching $18 for a combo meal. A restaurant operator uh, makes anywhere from 5 to 15% of the bottom line at the end of the year. And if your labor cost is one third of your cost, so 30%, and you raise the wage from 15 to 20 to 25 over the next year, you're almost doubling that cost. And so they're going to have to raise prices. So yeah, um, yeah, that's interesting. And then here we have another one. DocuSign plans to cut 6% of its workforce. Like we're, I'm, we're literally witnessing the tech sector bit by bit decide to trim some of their expenditures, i.e. their 
payroll, all for the idea of turning a greater profit and making the shareholders richer while also either doing buybacks to make their stocks look stronger and better and more desirable, while probably also, depending on what company, paying out a higher dividend. So, yeah, you know, the people who made these companies operate, they're, for the most part, expendable. Because I'd imagine those 6%, 10%, whatever has been cutting in all those tech companies, they're easily substituting some of those departments for AI, automation, robotics type things to where, you know, it starts off as 10% of the workforce and 20 and 30 and 40 to where literally they want to probably trim it down to where there's minimum payroll. So there's more profit for them. So this is the new economy that we're heading into. This is the new economy of the future that they want for this country and other countries as well. So what does that mean? It's going to be more of a push for the universal basic allowance, UBA. All right. Uh, gold appears to be doing some things. Why? It looks like somebody saying China. China's New Year buyer, buyers look to gold as stocks and property crash. So, yeah, yeah. whether or not this is true, we know that the Eastern Hemisphere loves gold for multiple reasons, whether it be wearing it as well as wealth preservation. So wouldn't surprise me one bit that people are deciding to opt out and get into something tangible. Just the people in the West that don't really know what money is. So, but then again, we shouldn't be surprised. But in the Western Hemisphere, as the debt bubble implodes, cost of living goes up, company profitability is in question, it's going to be hard for tax revenues to continue to support government efforts. So they won't be able to make those promises to pay the way they thought they would when they started the whole retirement um, Ponzi. And so the goal will probably be to raise the age limit globally, country by country. So it's not really talked about here in the U.S. because we have elections coming up. But you better believe after elections, on top of other things, how to balance our budget and stuff like that will also come with negotiations and talks on Social Security and things of that nature that is, is not there already. But then again, they can't admit it to the public. But there will be some narratives. But this was an interesting headline because... This is the UK. This is a country that had the reserve currency 100 plus years ago. And now, you know, things aren't you know looking too rosy for the retirees there. But this is from a think tank. It says raise retirement age to 70 or Britain will go bust, warns a think tank. So it's good to say they put together some interesting facts. I didn't have a chance to read it, but I just know that, you know, it's no way paying it back anyway, paying, you know, retirees or anybody else back. So it don't take, you know, much to really know that the trajectory is unsustainable as jerome powell loves to mention but anyway um 70 could you imagine could you imagine yeah i can or i can i can really imagine like the just the idea of retirement for my generation and younger no longer being there um okay more debt problems it says vulnerable countries need debt relief now or never New report warns. So real sweet and simple. A report says that 62 developing countries are in a full-blown debt crisis. It says near record numbers spend at least 20% of the revenues servicing debt. It says report comes ahead of the Global Sovereign Debt Roundtable. So all of the developed world, pretty much Africa and all the surrounding nations, all pretty much all second, third world countries for the most part, are up to the wazoo in dollar-denominated debt. Therefore, they're having to readjust their balance sheets to, to support that debt. So ultimately what they are doing is weaponizing their own currency for their people. <laughs> and so more of their people are being robbed of their livelihoods by their own currencies and efforts to try to make some type of profit whatsoever to pay off that dollar denominated debt. So, uh, yeah, 62 countries and that's probably being gentle. So, Point in case is we got the retirement is a debt problem and we got actual debt relief needed or else for a country. So, yeah, no way out. All right. That's enough of my rant, man. That's enough of my rant. Uh, let's get the phone lines open. But before I do that, everybody who's here right now, if you have not, as always, hit the thumbs up button. 
one time to show your board some support. And then what I'll do is I will try to get the phone lines open so that we can communicate. And if you guys have thoughts, ideas, suggestions, feel free to let me know. And we can definitely make something work here. But before I do that, before I do that, let me acknowledge my people at Four Patriots as always because they've been just, you know, they've, they've, they've really been a blessing to the community as well as the channel. So I'm going to just check in out and just show you guys what's going on with them. Well, people at fourpatriots.com for supporting the channel as well as providing the community a chance to get there preparing this game up in real time. So the goal is, of course, to encourage people to be ready for anything at any time. Because at this current moment, some people are actually scared that they may not have enough food or electricity when the lights go out. That's why I'm going to continue to encourage people. If you haven't already, make sure you check out 4patriots.com forward slash RTD, where you get a chance to get things that will help you be ready when, not if, things hit the fan. As you can see here, they got a variety of products to meet your every need. So you always be prepared for whatever comes next. And one of the products to getting a lot of attention nowadays happens to be Patriot Power Generator 2000X. which can be a great emergency backup if you don't have one already. And while you're at it, you should take advantage of Poor Patriot's best-selling food kits. It comes in a variety of assortments when you need them. And also got a 25-year shelf life. And surprisingly enough, as more meat processing plants go offline, these kits offer real meat that can come in handy. I've been very fortunate to have them support the channel because it's something I take advantage of myself. So if you want to find out more, go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD, which is a special page which shows you their weekly deals and discounts. So definitely check them out by getting your calories up and also supporting the channel. Appreciate you. Let's get into some news. All right, let's get this party started, people. Get it started. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of months. That's for sure. That is for sure. And never a dull moment. It's going to always be something to chat about. And so retire when you die. hundred percent, man. Like just that concept, you know, I think I was thinking about that earlier, you know, the concept of retirement being an industrial age model that happened to really spur on the development of this country and the whole capitalist model of what well, used to be capitalist model of actually having capital to invest. You had the working class that was saving. Then you had the savers who were able to invest in the development of businesses, infrastructure. But over time, that kind of went away. And so here we are now. Capitalist model is far from what it used to be, whereas, you know, you have or you have not there ain't much room for in between. And that, that system is literally unraveling right now as we speak. But you guys know that. So let's get some calls. Uh, let me get this on here. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, it's Mike. It's Mike from Pacoima, California. Mike from Cali. What's going on, man? Give me the good word. <laughs> A little bit of rain. <laughs> if I could talk right now, it would help, wouldn't it? Uh, Hurricane Hillary last year was uh, quicker, more intense. Mm -hmm. This storm is more longer and drawn out. Now, well, yeah, but what about, here's the thing. Here's the question. So what about when the water backs up and it starts flooding and people can't drive and mudslides and, you know, insurance issues with, you know, water damage. And so what, what about when things happen like that? Down here, we're on the flat of the valley here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it rains up in the mountains and it washes everything down that's been stacking up for years because we don't we don't get rain out here too often yeah washing down the mountain you know <laughs> so where flights tend to happen these things happen naturally all throughout California, mm -hmm. we have a ridge line of mountains that follow the the beach, and everything is just valleys and crevices, and just goes straight. It wrenches from the top of the mountain down to the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like you know um, your experience is different than others, of course. <laughs> so, just from some of the videos I saw, that was trending. That's why. That's what. That's why I caught my attention. And I'm not sure how if they were old videos or not, but yeah. <laughs> I hear you, man. But no, yeah. So uh, other. Mm -hmm. Topic real quick. Yeah, go ahead. 
like on the the quote unquote world stage. You know why they call it a stage? It's because it's an act, Mike. Mm, I like that. What five, six years ago now, the G20, they were all in this together. Yeah. 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 Something or nothing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised one bit, man. But hey, appreciate you calling, man. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good point. I know, and I know the three. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate you calling, boss, man. Yeah, be good. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, so obviously everybody's experience is different. So um, I know there, there there perhaps might be some other people out there who have a little bit of a different experience in reference to that weather situation. But then again, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole Tucker Carlson and Putin situation? What are you guys thinking? Like, it's just a little bit of nothing. You're expecting to hear something new or it's more of the same or or what? Give me a call. Let me know your thoughts. All viewpoints are welcome. And as I mentioned before, for those who might just be getting in, like I'm not expecting to hear anything, it says can't hear the caller. All right. That could be an issue. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll try another call if I can and see if there's if there's volume. We can keep it going. If not, then this particular setup may not work. So may not have a call in portion. So instead of calling in, you know what I like to do? Let's do some face to face people. <laughs> and so I'm going to put the uh, put the link in the chat. So feel free to join me face to face and let your voice be heard. But then again, my computer is wants to act up on me. So I'll put the link in the chat for those who want to join me face to face. If we can't have the call in portion. So feel free to let me know. But then uh, then Z says CIA Tucker. So, OK, let's OK. So let's play out if. Tucker happens to be a controlled opposition disguised as a truth seeker slash free thinker slash, you know, whatever we want to call him, you know, as a part of the PSYOP. And so say if he is one. So literally this whole interview with Putin and all this disruptive stuff is designed to accomplish what? Is it to get the Libertarian Party and the Patriot Movement, the MAGA hat supporters like aroused up and get them fired up and get them get them what? Because as of right now, it don't take much to get people fired up to support Trump. We got Stephen A. Smith on his show talking about Biden and the 53 million in New York. We got Snoop Dogg. We got 50 Cent. We got, we got all the black community now big, bigging up, you know, Trump now. So you really don't need to do much to get them fired up. So, but I, I have a call and then I also have a face to face. Let's get this face to face comes first. Let me get them on the screen here, but I can't see them. Mr. Dennis, let me get this out your face, man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? I am doing good, man. Give me your thoughts on on Tucker and Putin. What are you expecting, if anything? Well, I don't expect anything earth-shattering like the questions that we would like to ask about gold being crowned primary money uh things like that and uh fake wars and and being and you know provoked into a war i mean that's what the united states of israel exists for is to create war yeah <laughs> so no, basically so basically a lot of nothing <laughs> no i mean if you're hearing on the mainstream news it's because they want you to hear it you know, Tucker came from Fox and Fox is controlled by the CIA and all these news networks are, they, they give you the man who's going to give you a little bit of truth, but it's nothing major, you know, no names of who's causing all this dysfunction. I mean, the bottom line with this is the problem is government. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. 
I agree wholeheartedly. Like we, you know, governance is our biggest issue. And the fact that, you know, the current model and structure we have has been hijacked. Special interests, non-government or entities, as well as the oligarchy families who are the behind the scene, as I say, puppeteers or the string holders, string masters, and all the politicians and all the celebrities and whoever's been given, I guess, uh, permission to be the truth tellers. They know their limits. Like every Putin knows, Putin knows his limits. He knows what he can and can't say because you know he wants to continue to be president of his land and do his agenda with his people. So he ain't gonna he ain't gonna tell us nothing that we don't know. Is what I'm expecting. Yeah, and if you remember, about a year ago, the United States was mobilizing a lot of their military equipment to Poland, mm-hmm. and it appears that Poland is going to be invading in. the Ukraine and then eventually Russia with the backing of NATO, you know, so things are escalating, but gold is never wrong. And it's Mm -hmm. telling us, Hey, things are calm right now. No problem, but that could change. Any minute it could change any minute. And when it does that right there, definitely, I think is more of a disruption to their plans than anything we can hear from any of these talking heads for sure. Because numbers don't lie, especially something that they're trying to suppress and make sure that people don't find out about and run towards. They rather you run towards the, you know, the ETF, <laughs> the Bitcoin ETF. Get you excited about that. <laughs> yeah, oh, and you, you know, you also you also have what's going on at the border, which you know, Abbott, the uh, wheelchair governor, literally put on his uh, where he's at. Um, It, he's had three years of people crossing the border. You know, why is it all of a sudden right a now. big problem and he's going to come in for election purposes? Uh, you know, a, a lot of times the United States does this when they realize that there could be a civil war, which is caused by governments, which is caused by currency creation. Mm-hmm. But where I'm going with this is uh if they can start the civil war they can control it it's like a brush fire you you know Mm -hmm. a preventative fire rather than a fire sparking when you have 50 mile an hour winds when people are out of control and you cannot control them i think that's where the united states is headed with this border situation as a distraction to contain something that could escalate into something much bigger you know you've had uh some callers recently regarding the draft, which yeah. I don't think any parent in their right mind would allow their child to, you know, serve in the military. Uh, but doesn't it look terrible or the country look weak if they can't fund an army or like get people to join? I mean, that's the time when if you're an enemy of the United States, you think you'd want to attack. They're weak. Right. Right. And I mean, in worst case scenario, like even if you get our youth, all our youth is not all, but a good portion of what our use our youth is used to is with their right thumb. And that's scrolling on a the screen. They ain't used to no type of active like interaction with armory and things like that. So I'm not necessarily sure I want our youth, you know, going to defend our country if it's, you know, because not about defending our country. But, you know, those kids out there, they not cut from that, that cloth of protecting and dying for their country. So that would be a bad idea anyway. So of course it's not about putting kids in a position to win anything anyway. So it's more so just to throw some pawns out ahead so the Kings can strategize behind them, you know what I'm saying? In a good old game of chess. So, but Hey man, uh, appreciate you calling as always and sharing your two cents, man. Thank you for blessing us with your presence as always. Good night, Mike. Take care. Be good. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, man. Mr. Dennis from Yashaba. Appreciate it, man. And I have been missing Buku calls, so hopefully uh, you guys can actually hear the audio. So feel free. I apologize. Didn't mean to neglect you, but video comes first. And uh, I want to make sure I get my people on here. Uh, people who want to bless me with their presence. All right. What else we got here in the chat? Uh, feel free to throw some ideas, thoughts, suggestions, or whatever out there. Make it work. We got nothing that's happened at the border. Uh, okay. Depending on how you define nothing. Not sure. Depending on how you define nothing. All right. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve. Steve, nine. Steve what's going on, my friend? Hey, uh, good segue. Uh, 
Watch this, watch this, watch this, Steve. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Before you exit, before you finish, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to go down our pathway. And so, just because I know that this can tend to lead to some division amongst the community. And so, I don't know, you know, I've never met you, I've never met him, so I don't know anything other than what we hear. So let's just keep it, you know, love between the community because I know this could go somewhere where it ain't supposed to go. So everybody has their own opinions and thoughts and meters. Everybody read things differently, so I'm going to leave it at that. How about that? We just not go there. <laughs> I get that, but let's put it this way, Mike. Mm -hmm. Contractors don't work for people who don't have that background. Mm -hmm. that background. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I'm sure he'll call in and share his two cents. But then again, I don't want to make this episode about, you know, the draft. Because... <laughs> Anything is possible. We don't know. Let's just say that the solution. What's the solution to us? Like, like you said, like what we go back to. What do we do about it? That's that's what we need to talk about more of that than you know meters and word of mouth and yeah. Same time when people are calling in talking about well, I worked for this. <laughs> you there? Look up with you, Steve. You're going in. You're going in and out. So I'm gonna let that one ride. But no. But I, I appreciate your calling, man. Huh? Okay. That's the thing. Like so, it, it, collectively, you know, there is nothing that like there won't be any, like you no know, union or you know parent teacher like a parent you know rally saying don't send your kid. I mean, so literally, it's gonna be every family, every individual, and then a trend will start. Whatever that trend is, you know, we'll probably be coming to news. Parents are now, you know, you know, taking their kids and flooding to the border. And parents are standing up to the government and not letting their kids sign up. And so it'll come like through that. But it, it won't happen like, you know, collectively first. It's going to be family by family until there's a group effort of some kind. So that's the only thing I see actually being actually being possible. Yeah. From the, and I think there will be a big pushback. Mm -hmm. But I, I guess the point that I'm trying to get across what that frustrates me is that when somebody's saying that, well, there's going to be contractors. That, <laughs> hey, Steve, I let, I'm letting it go. Let it go. Let it go. We'll talk later, man. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Take care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get LBP on here, man. LBP. Help make sense of everything, man. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, what do you call it? You triggered that guy, man. Oaktown T. He triggered him. What happened? No, 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 no. I, and I swear, like, I, so it's just literally just it's just a misunderstanding. That's all. That's all. That's what I'll chalk it up as. You know, we got a couple people in the community who have different levels of expertise and different, you know, senses of guidance towards different things. But this primary subject is the kids. Let's just focus on the kids. How do we protect okay. our kids if it comes Look, to the point of a draft? Go ahead. 
Look, Mike, this is what you do, okay? You get one of these. I don't know if you can you see it. Yeah. Okay. Wait, let, let, me, let me get my camera right. Okay, right? I got you. You, get one of these. you got a passport. Okay, you throw that one away, and then you get one of these. <laughs> can you see it? Yeah. Unfortunately, LVP, not everybody have it. Like, you know, not everybody have ancestral, you know, uh, linkage to another country like that or a hundred, two hundred thousand to go buy one. And then and then you go get some wire cutters and then you, you, you cut the wire and you go back south or you cut the wires and you come back north. You see, you got to have a pair of those, too, Mike. <laughs> Man, you're not, man. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so I guess, you know, your your solution for to protect your kids would be, as you showed there, you have, you know, a passport. So your kids are also under the Mexican uh, jurisdiction. So you guys can leave when it comes to American situation here. But what about if it's a global event and Mexico decides to, you know, reach out and all the latest, all the newest uh, citizens of our country get drafted first? I'm too old, Mike. I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, what about well, what about your kids as, as your kids get older? I don't, I don't know, Mike. Well, 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 I guess we'll have to call Steve because. <laughs> <laughs> man, you're not, man. It's all love, man. You're it's not. all love. Hey, what, what's going on? This Tucker Carlson thing, it was kind of weird. Like, they said, oh, we saw him at the airport. There's all these little rumors coming out, that, like, like nuggets come out. And then they're going to, mm -hmm. they, they, they said they're going to enter. I, all that, I, man, it's, it sounds like it's all fake, Mike. I, I don't doubt I don't doubt he sits across from Vladimir Putin, but then again, like you know, what we hear between them conversing for two hours and what really took place and it, and what actually can move the needle in some capacity is going to be far in between. Hey, I don't see nothing being done. Like I don't see like Washington D.C. you know being exposed and you know no names coming out, nothing like that. It's just going to be the same people, and they may he may drop a couple nuggets we didn't know from his perspective, but once again. We ain't gonna get no documentation, no facts, no stats, and no, nothing like that. So, on to on to the next story, man. <laughs> I, 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 but I hope, but I hope I wouldn't be mad if it actually disrupted some things and led to some exposure of some things that we did not know about that could really wake people up for whatever that's worth these days. So, hey, we have to wait and see, man. What's your What's your plan for your children, Mike? I know you have sons. Yeah, so both of them a little bit older, and I'm like, if something put, if, if something jumps off, we on the first thing in a in a direction I don't know. I'll be I'll let the Holy Spirit lead me, and to where I should go, whether whether up, down, west, east, I know for sure. I I'm confident I would not willingly co-sign on my children volunteering for something that we don't believe in or stand for. So that's just me. All right, yeah, yeah, that's all you could do. Exactly, let the chips fall where they may, man. I mean, everything's in God's hands anyway. So, I mean, if, if it's meant for them to go somewhere to protect and serve, I'll have to rest with the fact that they'll be blessed and covered with favor, and they'll 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 come out unscathed the way they went in. That's what I'll be believing for, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Sounds good, Mike. I just want to apologize, right, everybody. I'm in my closet hiding. I don't want you to. These are my dresses behind me. Don't think I'm one of those hey, guys. Hey, LBP, LBP, whatever you do behind closed doors in your closet, it's your business. I'll leave you at that. <laughs> I'm about to come out the closet right now. As long as it, once I get off this. Hey, just make sure you leave the heels in the closet. I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Bye. All right, Mike. Thank you for taking my call. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you leave the heels in the closet. Oh my goodness. 100% war isn't good for anybody. There's no winners, man. Nothing but casualties. But then again, if you invest in the if you invest in the military industrial complex now, they're going to take off like rockets and you'll be able to profit along with them if that sits with you morally. All right, let's get a call in. Uh let me see here. Uh Hello, Carlos, where are we calling from? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, brother? TB, doing good, man. What's new? Hi. It's too late for games, man. 
you know, we, we, we need to come together as a community. Yeah. And now, when I come on here and tell you things, I tell you things in order for you to do the research itself. Right. I, and I come over here, you know, I come over here many times telling people, don't believe what I say. Mm-hmm. Go look it up for yourself. Right. would be I, I that i don't know but but i'd imagine huh huh Doctor, huh? <sighs> I, I, that's what that's what they trying to sell to us yes <laughs> I was where like at this current moment given environment we're in would it be great if it if it was easy and that's the that's the difficult part is we kind of understand a lot of the problems we face but then again like what are some actionable steps that could be taken towards a resolution or a solution and that's the million dollar i don't know billion dollar trillion dollar i don't know because most of the issues are not a, you know, it's all, it's all, they're, I mean, okay, they're, they're, they have impact us all. But then again, like they're, they're, they're hard to, they're hard to um, bring about complete change. And the best what they first thing come to mind is like, okay, just use it as an example, the civil rights movement, you know, from what I was taught, wasn't around during the bulk of that, wasn't born yet. But what I was taught was that through the willingness of a few individuals to stand up and stand out in front of everybody as a as a voice for the you know the you know multiple people, bit by bit, it started a movement that led to some change. And so ultimately I can say, you know, civil rights movement never really is never never really resolved the complete issue because now we're all slaves because it's a monetary issue. But then again, when it comes to this race, people of color have more options. But then again, they just elevate the game that much higher. So even if you fight about something, they'll give in, but they're giving in because they already found a way to tweak it and one up you. So like right now, to your point, TB, we have more black billionaires than we did before COVID. (laughs) And so those same mouthpieces that you mentioned, they're usually higher up wealthier individuals we got i can name a couple you know we got the kanye the rick ross the jay-z and all the people who probably posted a billion mar- puff daddy diddy and all those people but then again they know their limitations they're literally mouthpieces because they talk about the things that for the most part keep all their fellow men and brothers and sisters beneath them to where they are now put on a pedestal they don't really help make much change in the community from what i see but then again they know that there's they have higher ups that they can't speak beyond. If they do, then they're going to be brought back down low. Similar to what happened to Kanye, went from a billionaire to like a hundred millionaire. Still rich, but then again, he's not what he used to be. Diddy right now is being destroyed because you know he's been chosen to be outed as you know whatever he's done behind closed doors. Now they're making public to distract us. So I feel you, man. But you know when it comes to solutions, like. <sighs> It's about everybody, for the most part, being 
their own voice of change that they want to see for their family first and then their immediate family and then their neighborhood and then their state and then their country. And problem is like most people are not willing to take on that fight, man. You know what I'm saying? Not most people are distracted by either living or barely doing what they got to do to like take on a cause that they'll be willing to lay down their life for. And, you know, that's why I like, you know, what's the solution? You individually making some change in your family first. And then from there, teaching your kids so they can make change for their family. And we just branch out from there if there's even time to do all that. So long winded answer. But then again, it's just some thoughts that came to mind. May or may not make sense. I don't know. But um, Killer Mike arrested. I saw it, but I didn't pay attention. I don't know why they arrested him. Um, what else? Blacks have been locked out of the system. Um, locked out of the system. They've been given. They've been. They've been given carrots, i.e., money, power, and influence. Like they can do some things. You know, think about this. Now we got more entertainers, regardless of color, with private jets. Like that used to be a prestigious thing that only Wall Street type, you know, high paid business owner guys had. Now you could be a mediocre rapper and still have a, you know, a Boeing, or not a Boeing, but a, you know, say a G5, you know, for, you know, two, three million out of plane and call yourself balling. Like, so they, they, they just give you more toys, allow you to get in the game with them, allow you to, to have equity in companies now. You know, saying they make the liquor, they give you 2% equity in a company. You are a part of a table, but you still don't make no decisions. You know what I'm saying? So, they give people bits and pieces to make them feel a part of it so they can promote that stuff to their community. Like there's more, there's more black owned, no, there's more liquors now in the community from you name it. Now, if you're a former athlete like uh, Laportier from uh, Shannon Sharp, he got his own liquor. You know, Rick Ross is a brand liquor. Diddy got a liquor, 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 liquor. They just poison, they poison their own community, cigars. And now everybody smoke cannabis, cannabis on every corner. Like this is stuff they allow to keep us dumbed down, distracted. While they make money up top, they give the entertainers a cut of it, and then they suppress and kill the lower income, the users of that stuff. So anyway, um, I'm not taking my calls because I'll, I'll rent forever. But anyway, we're at that hour seven point. And as always, um, yeah, just, you know, interesting events, man. Interesting events. But then again, uh, we hopefully live to see another day and fight another fight. And, you know, praise God along the way. But more important, you know, we all know at the all encompassing is a spiritual problem and the heart of it is their desire to keep Jesus Christ out of every single thing and the power that the word of God happened to have to change people's lives is what they don't want to talk about. They'll never, we'll never have apart from uh, what's his name. Um, I can't think of the guy who had a couple Grammys, uh, the, the, the hip hop gospel artist guy. Anyway, it, yeah, the goal is not to make sure that stuff doesn't become mainstream. They won't allow it. Okay, but I'll rant forever. Uh, don't want to do that anymore. All right, my good people. Uh, tomorrow, we'll find out what Tucker Carlson and Putin talked about, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow night. So check it out, and make sure you join us tomorrow night so we can talk about it. All right, my good people. Be blessed. Shalom.